daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is a Wednesday, my dudes, edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I'll be your guide today, joined always by my co-guide, Connor Drios. We got we got a lot of Arizona State Sun Devils talk for you guys today. It starts with postponed games for the basketball season. We got to talk about some NFL draft news for some of our some of our draft prospects for the Arizona State Sun Devils football team, and then some standout newcomers that we're going to be potentially looking at for the 2022 ASU football season. But as always, thank you so much for making Arizona State Sun Devils or uh, <laughs> Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every single day. Remember that we're free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Monday through Friday, me and Connor got the absolute best Arizona State Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. We're also on Twitter as well. You can follow me at RichieBrads36. You can follow Connor at Cedrios. And you can follow the page at LO underscore Sun Devils. By the way, this episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to NetSuite.com slash Locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Now, it is my contract to ask you every single time, but you are still my good friend and I do care about you. Connor, how are you doing, my friend? Apparently, I am your good friend and your good co-guide, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're no longer just co-hosts. We are co-guides. Is that specifically like just for this podcast or is that for all podcasts? Just this one. Just, just, just this one. Okay. Just the one where we pretend like we know what we're talking about. Richie, that's all of them. Uh-oh. This isn't good. Uh, hope, hopefully, our bosses don't realize that we're just pretending this whole time or else this, this is going to get really out of hand fast, but... In yes, spirit- I'm, I'm sure that ASU degree is very, uh, <laughs> says the GCU guy. Uh, I don't know. In, in, in the spirit of pretending like we know what we're talking about, we should, we should go ahead and start talking about things that we pretend to know a lot about. And Connor, there's no, there's no worse way to start than with more and more delayed games. Now looking at the basketball team for Arizona state, they have games against the UCLA Bruins that has already been pissed. Oh my goodness. That postponed. has already been postponed once. And now the U of A game also being postponed. Connor, we're not playing hardly at all right now. So da- dating back to December 19th was the last time we had like a fair stretch of games going on. Since December 19th, we have played one game. Yep. Now, now we are Cal. not. Yeah. We will. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm totally lost. Yes, we have played one game since December 19th, and it was a loss to Cal. Now you're not playing again until January 13th. So in a month span, a little less than a month span, you will have played two games because of everything that's going on in the whole world with the, with the state of the world and COVID and protocols being broken and anything and everything in between. You, you will have played two games in that time frame. Yeah, it's uh, if you look at the conference as a whole, like it's we're talking specifically about ASU, right? And, and how this is impacting ASU. That being said, like UCLA is probably getting the worst of it, like not only because they had COVID to start with, but now other teams such as ASU that they're supposed to play 
um, are getting COVID. It's delaying their, um, them kind of getting back into their rhythm. Uh, but that being said, like the conference, I, I think the most games that have been played so far this season is Cal, who has played 14, but UCLA has only played nine. Now that doesn't sound like a significant difference, but UCLA has to make all those games up. And if there's going to be something that kind of derails them towards the end of the season, it's a bunch of games stacked up towards each other as they enter the Pac-12 tournament leading up to the NCAA tournament. So uh, they haven't played since December 11th. I, I want to say that um, it's really going to be hard on ASU missing another couple games before they take on Utah. But at the same time, man, UCLA has definitely got the worst of it having what will be about a month off. I know UCLA is trying to find another game in the meantime, but all we know as of right now is that ASU has had an outbreak in the locker room. We don't know how many players have tested positive. We don't know who has tested positive. But as of right now, the next scheduled game, I think, is January 13th uh, up against Utah. But, Richie, you had, had mentioned before that their last game were – I should say the last stretch of games had ended on, like, the 19th uh, before the power outage against Florida A&M. And then, obviously, there are a couple games that were canceled due to COVID. Um, but, yeah, now they've played one game against Cal. Now they have to take a, another two-game hiatus until ASU is clear to play. Uh, I, I guess we want to look at this as a, a slight positive. More time for Marcus Bagley. But, hey, that's what we said after the last time, and they lost exactly. like 24 to Cal. So, exactly. like, that is, that is absolutely – And he's still not back. Re- right. It, that, is, that is 100% trying to, like, grasp at, at positive straws, trying to find something good to come out of this. But – at the end of the day, what ASU needs is rhythm. They need continuity and rhythm. And unfortunately now, and understandably so, these games getting canceled due to, uh, due to COVID, understandably so, why that's happening, it, it needs to happen, right? It's more important than basketball. Uh, that being said, ASU not getting competitive time out on the court is 100% going to be holding them back. Not the reason that they're going to be losing some of their basketball games, but it is absolutely doing them no favors. No, and I mean, like, Big picture here, obviously, is the health and safety right. of the players, the fans, the coaches, every everyone like that. But from from the scope of of the sports lens, this this is really impacting the way that the team is actually able to be competitive right now. Because me and you were trying to keep that optimism, right? That you alluded to of well, maybe this allows them to get healthier. Maybe that's more practice in, and that's not the case because. As we saw against Cal, who a good basketball program, not a great basketball program, they got slaughtered 74 to 50, Connor. And it's not like ASU was a competitive team going into that game. So turns out you just putting putting more rust on a team that already isn't isn't very good. Now you have even more time off between a, a big loss and another important Pac-12 game like this is putting ASU so far behind the eight ball that it's hard to believe that this season isn't already lost. Like it pretty much feels like this season has come to an end and that there's nothing more that ASU can really do about it except just let it finish. And right. they, at this they point, play how, the games out. Yeah, exactly. But how many games are you going to have at this point? Because, and, and again, like bigger picture, Connor, that's the big focus here. We want everyone to be healthy. We don't want people to get sick or injured or, you, you, you know, you know what I mean? We, we don't want that to happen, but it's, it's really impacting your ability to be competitive on the court. And at this point, 
it just it feels like this season is pretty much over. It's just a matter of how many more games are they going to play, you know? Does Bobby Hurley get a pass for what's happened this season? See, that sounds like something that we could go really into detail with down the road. As of right now, I feel like you just can't really definitively fire someone over something like this. But going against Bobby Hurley is also the fact that we've had a lot of issues already with the basketball team being competitive. And now it just it's continuing. So that that definitely sounds like a conversation further down the road. Sure. That's fair. I, I think if it was, um, if he was like a brand new head coach or any new head coach, essentially in the last year or two, kind of coming into the COVID seasons, yeah, you'd probably cut him a little bit more slack than maybe what you would somebody else. But unfortunately, I don't think COVID is the only thing at play here for I this, agree. essentially for this team. Um, they just, they, they look like they are out there to almost participate. Um, they, they, Really haven't found anybody outside of DJ Horn to be a main contributor for this team. I understand that they've got some other young players as well, but they had a lot of like uh, junior, senior, graduate students that transferred this season that are, are getting a lot of minutes and they're not doing a whole lot with it. Uh, mainly being like uh, Luther Muhammad as as an example there. So, yep, another another two games canceled for the ASU Sun Devils. Um, uh, again, they play. I think it's like seven thirty at Utah, January thirteenth. We'll see if they come to play. Because as of right now, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Utah has not been phenomenal this season by any means. They are one and three in the conference, eight and six on the season. Uh, that is better than ASU's five and eight record so far this year. Uh, it feels like a more winnable game, uh, but, but we'll see. Uh, until ASU can start to beat some more quality opponents and kind of string some of them off, not necessarily counting like the USC's, Arizona's, UCLA's, but some of the other teams in the Pac-12. I, there, there's not a game on their schedule at this point that just feels like an easy win. There just isn't. There you go. So let's go ahead and wrap up this first segment. And then when we, when we come back, we're going to talk about some draft news for ASU, particularly along the offensive line. But before we get that far, we got, we got some places to talk to you about that we absolutely love, starting with Built Bar. If you guys have been listening to our podcast now for any amount of time, Seriously, any amount of time, a day or essentially months now, we've been talking about Built Bar a ton. But now it's the new year. So new year means New Year's resolutions. If you're about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plans. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but maybe even better than a candy bar. You want to eat healthy, but it gets so boring. By like week three, you might think that this just isn't worth it. Where's the chocolate? That's the catch. Built Bars are 100% real chocolate. And most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and four grams of pro- or sorry, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to any candy bar out there, which is usually around like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Those just aren't comparable literally at all. So even if you're not a huge fan of working out, at least you can eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. With so many delicious flavors to choose from, such as coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, Raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, and the mint brownie. They actually have so many more that come out. Built's actually coming out with new ones that are always limited time flavors. So check that out at built.com to see what's new. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 50% off your order. Again, use that promo code LOCKED15 for 50% off at builtbar.com. Hey, Sun Devils fans, this is Richie Bradshaw with an incredible app 
everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get upside. Right now, my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, like myself, are making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents Fifty cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. And 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 again, as always, guys, thank you so much for making the Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every single day. Best part about this podcast, Connor, is what we're free and available on all platforms. All platforms. You heard it here. All platforms, free and available Monday through Friday. Me and Connor. Who else would you Con- want to listen to? Connor and I. No, no. Look, look here. I. I may not know a lot, but I still don't know a lot. Not tracks. And in the in the in the famous words of one Patrick Starr, it may be stupid, but it's also dumb. We talking about some draft stuff for T? Of course. When are we not talking about draft stuff, particularly for Arizona State? And thank you for bringing that up, Connor. We got to talk. There's two things we got to talk about. Both on the offensive line. First, we got to talk about Donovan West. Connor, what what the heck is going on with Donovan West? So Donovan essentially has now come out releasing a public statement saying that he's going to enter the NFL draft. Uh, Three-year starter for ASU. Uh, Essentially his freshman year, uh, I think he did start the first game as a freshman, but did play a lot of time at guard that season. But since then, has played a ton of time as at center. Uh, has been very reliable for the Sun Devils. Uh, maybe not to... Um, he's not like a, a big name skill player, right? He's not the quarterback. So Donovan West may not be a household name, but for Sun Devil fans, he absolutely should be. Has been a mainstay along the offensive line. As far as where he's going to go in this draft, that's yet to be seen, right? He's, he has not received an invite to the East-West Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl, um, or to my knowledge as of yet, um, um, why am I blanking, uh, in March for the, the NFL combine. Oh, the That's combine. Yeah. 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 So uh, as of right now, I don't know how big of a name he is to the NFL industry, but if he were a guy to get drafted towards the end of the draft, I'll, I'll probably end up saying this a lot about a lot of the ASU bodies. Uh, it would not be that surprising. Dude was a, a quality starter for ASU. So even if he doesn't have the big name quality, because he didn't play like out of Wisconsin, as an example, uh, that shouldn't diminish essentially how good he's been for the Sun Devils in his three years here. Well, for what it's worth, and I definitely, when when me and you have talked before about how many Sun Devils could get drafted and we set the over under, I think unofficially we've set it at like three and a half. I yeah, think it's right. kind of fair. I I will blame the draft network when we do not have 15 players drafted because they have so many of our guys in their archives. And when I get bored and I do a mock draft for like the Baltimore Ravens or the Arizona Cardinals or the... Uh, who else has a lot of draft picks upcoming? Like the, like uh, the Eagles do. Eagles. Yeah, exactly. But they're not going to spend a first on, but, but I know what you mean. 
No, but what I'm saying is like when I'm doing those mocks and the seven or mocks and they're going through, I see so many Arizona State Sun Devils pop up and I'm like, wow, that's so cool. The draft network has, you know, uh, Kellen Deesh in their top 250 players. Like I'm just going through, through and through Donovan West pops up, Merlin Robinson, uh, Chase Lucas, Jack Jones, Rashad White, like all these names pop up and I'm like, holy cow, like it's really cool to know it's not just in Tempe that we know who these guys are. Are they all going to get drafted, Connor? No, they're no. not. Not even close. And when they don't get drafted, I'm going to be like, well, gosh dang it. Friggin' uh, the draft network said that Donovan West was like a like a draftable player and he was uh, first off of the waiver claims and blah, blah, blah. And what this, that, and the other. The, the point is the draft network has a lot of our guys ranked. It's just really cool to see that we're not the only ones appreciating it. So when Donovan West declared, I wouldn't really call it a surprise because I think he could be, he could probably find a way to sneak his way into the draft. I would tell you, I think he might be better than Kellen Deesh's in terms of like offensive lineman prospects go, because I think West is better on the interior than Deesh was on the outside. But speaking of Kellen Deesh, who is also someone the draft network has pointed out to me many a times when I do my mocks. What's going on with Deesh Connor? So he has actually received an invite to the NFL combine. So not only is he prepping for the NFL draft similar to Donovan West, but he actually has a chance to go. Is it still over in uh, uh, Indianapolis or the yes. I, I want to say that they're switching it up in the next like year or two or something. To my uh, knowledge, it is still in Indianapolis at Lucas oil. Okay. Um, so, but uh, again, like big time recognition for an ASU player. Um, we, we keep using this word sneak, right? Like I would not be surprised if X ASU player sneaks into the draft. It's because we don't expect any of these guys to go in honestly, like the top five rounds. Now that might change a little bit with like a, a Rashad white or a Darian Butler, but to be honest, like everybody after that, you just, you don't know, like you can, you can look at mock drafts all day with the experts say, and what each NFL team thinks of an individual player could be totally, totally different. If you gave the like the number one overall pick to 32 teams, I would be willing to bet the same player would not be taken all 32 times. And that's true with every other pick, right? All these teams do their evaluations. So um, all the hoops that guys like Donovan West and Kellen Deesh are going to have to jump through. Um, it, it's going to be a lot to be able to get onto an NFL roster, but the guys definitely have the talent to do it. And I'm excited for Kellen Deesh to have the, the platform of, uh, uh, of the combine. So he can obviously run like the 40 and everything. So we can just see him sprint like a five second 40. Whatever five it is. Change, yeah. Whatever say. it is, it's going to be faster than what me and you can do. And That's we're, we're uh, that for, for me, it's not maybe for you, Mr. CrossFit. I throw tires around when I'm bored, but for me, Mr. I throw cookies in my mouth and drink a Dr. Pepe once a day, uh, once a day, being generous. But point is these guys, these guys have NFL futures. And it's awesome to see that both Donovan West and Kellen Deesh are making moves towards their NFL futures. It's awesome for West to declare. I was hoping that he would come back because now that there's going to be next to no one on this offensive line, that's going to be familiar with what we were doing this year going into 2022, which is going to throw everything into a big old funk, like not excited to see how everything's going to turn out, but maybe it could be good. Who knows? But Really excited for Deesh to get that opportunity to go to the next level and show off his his skill set. I've actually seen a couple of my good friends from the Twitter community 
have talked about Deesh before as well. So Deesh is definitely someone who's recognizable among the draft community. So I'm here to tell you, Sun Devils fans, that Donovan West and Kellen Deesh aren't leaving for no reason. They legitimately do have NFL futures. We're very excited about that. But we're going to go ahead and go to our final break. When we return, we are going to go ahead and talk about the the building blocks for the future of the Sun Devils football program. But before we get that far, we do have to talk to you about our good friends over at NetSuite. Yeah, so NetSuite, this is it. It's the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, that championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility to control all your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite has offered a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that is netsuite.com slash locked. All right. And now we are back for the third and final segment here. Connor, you found a really interesting article that I wanted to get into more detail with on the Wednesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils pod. And that's about some standout newcomers. Can you can you give me a little more detail about that? Yeah, so really, essentially what we're looking at are new players, so essentially freshmen for ASU that contributed in, in a big way. We've definitely talked about them throughout the season, but a lot of them didn't necessarily get the chance to play at least early on because they weren't seniors that have been here for a while. They weren't juniors, whatever that might be. But uh, a guy like Eric Gentry, who we've talked a lot about as of late and are definitely going to be talking a lot about going forward, uh, do is phenomenal this year, especially kind of filling in for some uh, injured linebackers later this season and then obviously getting his chance in the Vegas Bowl. Um, he's going to be one of our, our building blocks going forward, could end up being the, the captain of the defense within the next season or two. Uh, so Eric Gentry is definitely an exciting young player for this ASU defense moving forward. Yeah, I think Gentry is definitely the guy that we're all going to be highlighting as like the the dude we're really waiting to see him take that next step. He he really showed off the ability, Connor, to be an absolute game changer for the Sun Devils. And I think that he could truly take that next step to to being like from a good to great player. But like we talked about yesterday on the pod and like we've talked about plenty of other times as well. There, there is that scare that he may have been someone who is, you know, like quote unquote plateaued already and that he just may not be able to get better than what he is now, which that's not a bad thing. You just think that he has that ability to really become some kind of like transcendent talent, but clearly we're not the only ones who think that. No, totally. Um, another one staying along the defensive side is going to be, uh, BJ Green again didn't get a ton of playing time early on in the season, uh, but the dude was a, a walk on. Uh, so at that point, like, dude was destined for greatness to be able to make the team. Uh, he led ASU with five sacks, including two sacks against Wisconsin in the Vegas Bowl. So uh, both of those were were big, like, uh, 
the announcers were definitely highlighting BJ Green and how young he was. And I just thought that was such a cool moment. They were able to spotlight him. But um, interesting little fact here for you as well. BJ Green is the fourth freshman to lead ASU in sacks uh, since 1978. So um, definitely small company for BJ Green. Uh, a lot of time, obviously, for him to still grow and develop as a player. I don't suppose you have that list with you, do you? Uh, of the other freshmen, no, I do not. The I, I would be very interested to see who's on that list because literally there's only one name I could think of. Which would be uh, Terrell Suggs? Yes. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. I'm not sure. But, I mean, that that obviously Suggs would probably be that guy. So that that'd be some very interesting company. But I think me and Connor are both very guilty of not giving – uh, BJ Green a lot of credit on this pod throughout the season for one reason or another. Like obviously we we definitely had our heartstrings tangled across Darian Darian Butler and Jack Jones throughout the season to where we're not given as much credit to the rest of the guys. But BJ Green is definitely going to be a, an absolutely huge piece of the puzzle for the Sun Devils defense in 2022. So again, just like with Eric Gentry, we're, we're happy we're not the only ones who see the upside here with BJ Green. Yep, moving on to special teams uh, is a guy, uh, Eddie Zaplicki. You might be saying who. Uh, again, not a guy we talk about a ton in the podcast. We have uh, kind of in a couple of bigger games this year. But I was going to say, I, f- I feel like we've given Zaplicki uh, a lot of love on this podcast. He, he's definitely come up. That being said, his name is not Michael Turk. And a lot of guys know Michael Turk because uh, he was their absolutely yoked punter uh, that ended up coming back for... I can't remember if this is senior season or, or if he was going to be a graduate senior this year when he left. I actually don't even remember where or what school he went to off the top of my head. I, oh, I, I couldn't tell you either. Um, but Turk was a very solid punter in his, in his tenure at ASU. So it kind of felt like, a, it, it felt like such teams may not be a strength of this team, at least for the 2021 season. But that being said, uh, Zaplicki was a true freshman who wasn't necessarily supposed to play. And when he was called upon, dude was absolutely phenomenal. Um, he, like, when you're talking about punting numbers, uh, it's not, it's not like as easy as looking at like receptions and touchdowns, tackles, whatever that might be. Um, but even if he's not like an all Pac 12 performer, dude, when called upon, when not expected to play well, uh, was definitely a standout for the Sun Devil special teams of the season. Yeah, I was I was pretty happy with what Zabliski was able to give us this year, and I I honestly firmly believe I'm just never going to be able to say his name right until the day I die. But Zablicki, 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 and, and this is confirmed. Like you spoke to his family and everything. I have spoken to his family today. They're great people. I I don't doubt it because their son is a great player. But yeah, and I I'm not sure what else to add on to that. I I thought there was definitely opportunities last year where I believed he should have been in the conversation for like, what, what do you call it? Um, oh my gosh. I feel so dumb. All American, all American status. Yeah. Like I thought he was that, that kind of a uh, game changing special teamer for the sun Devils. So super couple, happy to see that he's also on that list. Yeah. A couple of little stats here for you as a picky end of the year as the number five in pack 12 in yards per punt averaging 43.4 was also tied for a second in the Pac-12 with 18 punts inside the 20. Uh, and his best specific performance of the season was when he had three punts for an average of 51.7 yards uh, against USC um, for ASU's win there. Now you guys might be saying, like, well, 
why haven't you guys talked about the offense? Why would you talk about special teams before the offense? Richie, like exciting up and coming players for this offense. There might be some players that had transferred this season that had kind of played okay here and there, but young brand new players that sparkled the way the other names shine this year, unfortunately, I, I can't think of any. It doesn't mean the offense can't be good moving forward, but I, I definitely feel a little bit better about these other units versus the offense. I would agree with you. I, I think there's just a lot of proving to do on the offensive side of the football, and we're not sitting here saying that they can't do it. It's just right now there's a lot more optimism for the defensive side of the football than there is going to be the offensive side of the football. It's not a bad thing. It's just there's there's a lot of proving that needs to be done before we can get to that point where it's like, yeah, you know what? I think the, I think this offense is going to be absolutely outstanding. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see is probably the right way to go about it. So, uh, But that's that's a long way to go for this team to be able to prove us wrong. Um, who knows how that's going to end up turning out. But uh, there's definitely some building blocks along this team, even though there's times where we talk about this team and their outlook being a little bit more bleak. It does not mean they don't have talented players. They do. Uh, we definitely mentioned some of them, but it's it's not even going to be all of them. They're going to get some players in the transfer portal this season. Other players who played in the 2021 season uh, that weren't as impressive as they could be, and they're going to stand out. They're going to step up simply because they have more opportunities in front of them to be able to play more. So, uh, yeah, that being said, we'll, we'll see what this list grows into. Guys like Gentry and BJ Green may not have been on the forefront of our minds or even Saplicki, but there's going to be guys just like that contributing to this team as well as the names we had just mentioned, which is definitely something to look forward to. And there you go. So I think unless you have anything else to add, that might just wrap up this Wednesday edition, Connor. That was all I had as your co-guide for today. Well, you have been an excellent co-guide. In fact, I'm going to reward you, everyone. Go ahead and follow Connor on Twitter at Cedrios. What, what a guy. You know what? I'm going to re- I'm going to reward myself, too. You can follow me at RichieBrads36, and I'll reward the podcast. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which means that we're there Monday through Friday on Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just about anywhere you get your podcast, you're going to find me and Connor there Monday through Friday, giving you the best Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. So thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. When you come back tomorrow, me and Connor still got plenty to talk about. Believe it or not, we're, we're, we're going to come up with some stuff for you guys. Even the tiniest little details that you think, oh man, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Nope, me and Connor got you. And we're going to give you all the information that you need to know. But until then, make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Just like us, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked On Sun Devils.